Hello everybody. So the other thing that I wanna talk about today is percentage of exertion. And yeah, you know, I got students all the time coming in and out of the clinic, right? And I have had rock star students and not rock star students, right? But I, I noticed something even in my rock stars is that when they have to think, they have trouble reacting. When they have to think, they have trouble doing. When they have to think, they have trouble applying. And, uh, you know, I'm a meathead, right? I'm just a meathead at heart. And so I think of, you know, back in the day, you know, I was a 500 plus pound squatter and how easy life was for me back then, you know, going up the stairs. It was like nothing, you know, it was like floating. Not a 500 pound squatter anymore, but I'm still considered a heavyweight. So, you know, didn't lose weight even though I stopped competing. I need to do that. It's on my bucket list. But um, when you do the hard stuff and you get really good at the hard stuff, the easy stuff becomes even easier, right? And at least I, I'm going to run with this here for a second because that's what I believe, right? And that's one of the reasons why I'm pushing myself a little bit harder during my workouts. But that's one of the reasons why I push myself so hard to learn what I've learned over the years. And you never stop learning, right? Because once you understand concepts, you understand theories, you understand treatment methodology, assessment methodology, you have room to think and react and do instead of trying to rationalize in your head why you're doing what you're doing. So that's something that I've seen in a couple of the clinicians that I've worked with is when it's the easy stuff that they understand, they can have a conversation while they're working with the patient. But when they're posed with the problem that, you know, the puzzle or the riddle or whatever, that they're having trouble figuring out while they're in the clinic, the conversation skills kind of shut down. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it just came back to me, that whole 500 pound squatter made walking really simple. But um, yeah, it's, it's get really good at the easy stuff and then get good at the hard stuff. So that way, when the patient's asking you questions, you, you can give the answers in a fashion that they understand instead of spouting the theory that you've memorized. So yeah, when you, when you get a topic, try to wrap your brain around it, right? Try to comprehend it from every angle, every aspect of, of that theory or that topic. Because if you don't, there's gonna be some pauses in there that may throw off that you know, therapeutic relationship or that interpersonal uh, communication that you have going on with the patient because you know, they see the pauses, they can tell when you're thinking and, and there's nothing wrong with it if that's the perception you're trying to give to the patient that you want them to think that you're being pensive about it. But if you're being pensive because you don't understand it, they see that also. Anyway, that's my two cents for the day. Thanks for listening. Hello everybody. Don't mind the sun. Sorry about that. But uh, I want to discuss something that it's a trend that I'm seeing, right? And it's kind of frustrating to see it happening so frequently and so flippantly. Um, it's, it, and to me, it's a serious topic. So I'm seeing a lot of clinicians, clinicians, let's start there, clinicians asking for advice about what they should do. Should they open up their own clinic? continue to be employees, um, what have you, right? 
And it's like almost overwhelmingly, people are advising them to open up their own business without any questions, right? No question. That's the part that's frustrating for me, right? Because we're giving them the advice. I'm not. <laughs> they're, they're getting the advice to open up their own company. But nobody is talking about the fact that, you know, in 2019, there was a study that came out that those who are self-employed have increased suicidal tendencies, right? Nobody's talking about that, right? Nobody is talking about the fact that you have to not only be a clinician, but you have to be an administrator. You have to be an executive, right? Nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about the fact that you can go three to four months because I know some people who've gone three to four months before they've seen their first patient. That's stressful, right? Nobody's talking about that. People aren't really talking about marketing and you got to go out there and find your own patients because if you don't find your patient, you don't eat. Nobody's talking about that. You want to open up your business. That's great, dude. If that's your goal and that's what you want to do, I want that for you. But sure as hell, don't go to Facebook and ask those questions. <laughs> do, you know, 20, 40, 60, 80, 100 hours of research on what it means to open up a business. And usually that means go checking out best practice. Usually that means go hang out with people who've already done it, who've been there, done that. And after you see what they do on a daily basis, especially if you're going to be running a one-man show, one-woman show, sorry, then go visit those single-person clinics and see what they have to do during their day. See if that's something that you're willing to do. Because we all hear the Facebook stories. You know, I open up my own clinic and I've already got five, ten patients a day and I'm clearing $1,000 a day. Like, we hear those stories, right? And because there's some rock stars out there, there's some freaking rock stars in our profession. You know, I absolutely love them. But they're going to be rock stars whether they open up their own business or they work for somebody else. They're rock stars because they're rock stars because they put in the work. And so... <laughs> So out for a walk. <laughs> so they're rock stars because they're rock stars and, and they put in the work, right? And if you're having trouble working under your boss and you think the solution is to open up your own company, pay attention to the type of boss you think you're going to be. Because, dude, like I have an S-Corp. Oh, so I, you know, I posted it out on Facebook about the position that I'm in. I don't know. We were talking about money. And why you would leave a, an employer. And, and I put down a few reasons why somebody would leave an employer. I put down reasons why I left an employer, right? And then that person said, well, you should just open up your own business. Duh. They didn't ask any questions, right? They didn't ask any questions about whether I have a business. They just said, you should open up your own business. Dude, I am the toughest boss I've ever worked for. And so, like, I have pushed myself hard. I pushed myself harder than anybody else would have pushed me, right? So I am the toughest boss I've ever worked for. What type of boss are you going to be? It's not all, you know, unicorns and rainbows when you get out there, but that's the perception that if you open up a clinic, you're going to have patients coming to you. What is that old saying? If you build it, they will come. Nah, no, 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 no. If you build it, you get yourself credentialed. If you're going to use insurance or do a hybrid, if you market, if you build relationships, if you put the time in and if you treat patients, you'll make it right. But if you build it, it's not all about they will come and you will be rich. So 
I'm not telling you not to go into business for yourself by any means, right? I mean, I have an S Corp, it's great. It, it has some advantages over being an employee. But what I am gonna say is don't go into it blindly. Don't go asking Facebook because we don't know who the hell you are. We don't know if you're the type of person who is going to experience failure or stress and it's gonna create a chip on your shoulder and you're gonna push yourself harder than you've ever pushed yourself before. Or the exact opposite. Are you gonna feel that stress? Are you gonna feel that failure? And go cower in a corner and cry and never come out? Cause it happens, right? Some people feel that, that defeat and it breaks them. Know who you are, know what type of environment you thrive in, know what you want, know your goals. And once you think you figured out what you wanna do, go find somebody who's doing it. Best practice, right? Go figure it out. And then if you've seen it, you believe in it and you still want to do it, make the jump. But don't make the jump because I said so. Don't make the jump because somebody else said so. Make the jump because you put in the work outside of your nine to five to make that jump. Thanks for watching. Have a good day.